What's going on, millionaires? You're listening to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, episode 168 on the relationship between entrepreneurship and sales. All right, so welcome back. Today's quote is the game of life that people speak of so fondly is indeed a game of sales. Yes, we're going to be talking about sales. Welcome back, millionaires, to the Million Dollar Mind podcast. We are really going to be having a great conversation today. Super excited, super grateful to have this conversation with you all, because through my experiences, I have learned that a lot of what we think about sales, a lot of what we think about entrepreneurship is really based off of our emotions towards people who do it poorly. And I may explain what I mean by that. So today we're going to be talking about the roles of sales as an entrepreneur and why sales is so important as an entrepreneur, especially if if you are an entrepreneur with no experience and you just now starting and you have decided like, hey, I'm going to take this leap of faith and I'm going to put out this product. I'm going to put out this service that I feel like can help a lot of people and I'm going to bet on myself. And if you're going to bet on yourself, here is the sauce that you need to successfully do so. But before we get into today's episode, make sure you text book B-O-O-K to 888-292-1501 to order a copy of my bestseller, Leave from the Front. Uh, We are coming up on the two-year anniversary on May 31st. Well, I can't believe it's been two years since I became a self-published author, two years since I started this journey into podcasting, two years of starting this journey into uh, extreme uh, accountability, extreme ownership and leadership. Um, But yeah, go ahead. If you're looking for some tools to build in teams, you know, holding yourself accountable, holding other people accountable, active listening, motivating, motivating others to, you know, move on your behalf. That book is going to be a great start for you. Plus, I got some bonus pages that are left for you to leave notes and to really have those conversations with yourself that you may not be having due to the questions that are in the book. So, again, that's book B-O-O-K to 888-292-1501. Let's get it popping. All right. What's up, millionaire? So I know I shared this once, maybe even twice, but here's the third time. So I'm really starting to lose faith in business cards. And the reason why is because every time I get about 500 business cards, I use about 100, 150, and my business has changed, whether the website has changed or just things are just changing, especially when you're a new entrepreneur. You know, I've been in entrepreneurship just under five years. So, you know, things are still changing. You're optimizing, you're getting new websites, getting new Instagram accounts, and your business card really expires. So what I learned and what I love now is Popple, right? I have a Popple card right here in my pocket. And what I love about it is it's a physical card that I can put my logo on, even has a QR code that I can scan or hold up to somebody's phone. And they have a virtual business card where I can update my information as much as I need to. I can share as much information as I want to from my phone number, social media pages, the whole nine. And I can also disable sharing that information if I want to as well. I definitely want you guys to consider Popple because as your business is changing, why spend so much money on these paper business cards when most of the times people throw them away and it's expired because you changed your business. So there's also going to be a link at the bottom of this video for you to download Popple, get your business card, or if I hold it up close enough, you might be able to scan that QR code.
So welcome back to the Million Dollar Mind podcast, the world's most trusted podcast for passion attraction. You are here with me in the right place if you are looking for tips and tricks on living a more passionate life while making some money. Right. So let's get into today's topic. Sales, entrepreneurship. The two actually go hand in hand, believe it or not. I have people who come to me with ideas all the time on starting a new business. It's like, hey, Kai, I want to start this business. I've really been watching your content. Um, this is an idea that I have. I want to know, like, where should I get started? Right. And some people are selling products. Many are, you know, service based businesses. Either way it goes. It's a business that is creating and bringing some real value to the economy, to our communities. And I just love that you guys even trust me to come to me asking these questions that you guys are. These are some great ideas, amazing ideas that I really just can't wait to see you guys put out there and to see the uh, the manifestation of what is currently in your head. So how can we best get this out in front of people and turn it into a successful brand and a successful uh, model that people love? All right. And what ne- what's next? This is what actually dis- disappoints me. What, what I'm about to share with you next, because um, I- I'll mention to some of these people, you know, investing in books um, and investing their time into learning and being more intentional in sales. And you guys are going to understand if you don't already throughout the content uh, that I'm giving you, why it's important to be intentional in sales if you are striving to be an entrepreneur. And what disappointed me is the responses that I would get to some people and I'm not going to air out people, but I am here to address something that is really an actual proper problem. This is an actual problem and uh, this misconception that people have. And so when I tell people, Hey, start investing in some books, I'll give them some suggestions. I'll say invest in, you know, time, learning sales. I give them some YouTube channels, some influencers to follow. And they'll respond with something along the lines of, well, I don't want to get into sales. This is my product. This is the the this is the service. I'm not really trying to get into sales. That's not really for me. That's not my personality. That's not who I am. I'm not a salesperson. Uh, and when people say that, it, it's it's um to to no one's fault. Well, it's not really to their fault, you know, because they could just be ignorant and not knowing. But it's it's a very immature and closed minded, fixed mindset type of mentality to have, because if that person, right, and, and this is going back to you, because if that person that I explained has ever been you, I need you to really tap in. I really need you to be with me for the next 20 minutes or so, because you are not alone. Heck, I've even felt this way and have gone through those same emotions. And every day, other people Millions of people, right, share those same common misconceptions that sales still looks like those 80s, those old 80s infomercials. And that could be furthest from the truth. So mostly what I'm discovering through asking, because I love asking questions when when people share something that doesn't make sense to me, I don't just say, oh, okay. I want to understand where you're coming from. So I'll ask questions and I'm learning that mostly this is this misconception comes from and stems from a negative experience or interaction that people have had with poor salesmen, right? 
right? So it comes from some type of negative experience that people have with a poor salesperson. And I want to let you guys know that that's not sales, right? That's not real sales. That may be a dumbed down, uh, lazy, lazily taught version of sales, but that's not real sales. And I'm pretty sure that 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 salesperson that was a poor salesperson at the time didn't even know they were being a poor salesperson. They didn't even know that what they were doing was poorly taught sales. Sometimes they know and sometimes they just don't care. Uh, but those are the more unethical salespeople, which you have unethical people in every single industry. But back to the point is if you want to be intentionally successful in business, you have to be intentional about learning sales. And that's why I wanted to bring you guys this content. So, of course, it wouldn't be the Million Dollar Mind podcast without what? What? Some action steps. So I got some actionable items for you guys to focus on today. Any day that you watch this video, you can turn back to these action steps that is going to put you a step closer to being a lot more intentional about sales. And the first two are bringing you right back to me because I've had these conversations. I've had this content much more in detail, much more in depth, a lot of times over, right? Way before this episode right here. So if you're joining us for the first time, welcome back. Get ready to see me a lot more because I got the gas for you guys to get you to where you're trying to get. And if you are a seasoned vet, you might need to get a little bit of a refresher. So go back and listen to episode 150 on the five laws to conversational sales. And in that episode, I'm really covering the fours, fives, and eights, which is a sales systems for beginners. It's a system to learning sales. It is a system that allows any person with no sales experience, with a lot of sales experience to duplicate their, themselves, learn sales, master these systems, and then teach it to the next person, right? Oftentimes in sales, we start to see people flow too much off of their personality. And when you learn all personality and no foundation, it makes it hard for you to teach and duplicate yourself and train others. But if you follow these fours, fives, and these eights, you get to learn how to not only train yourself, but master those systems and then train others. So those fives are where you get into the five laws of conversational sales, right? The five laws of having a smooth, smooth, seamless, nice flowing conversation with somebody without coming across is too salesy, right? The whole point of this is to make it natural. We are are problem solvers and we solve problems by listening. So it's not a whole bunch of sleazy, cheesy sales words and phrases that we use in. These are conversations that we're having with people off of mainly listening. But we'll get into that. And then also in that sales systems, in that episode, you're going to learn about the fours, which are the four fears that all humans experience. Right. Every single one of us go through these four fears. And I don't want to spoil it because I want you to really go back and hone in on that episode, because, again, it's some gas. You put that in your vehicle it's going to get you to where you need to be. And then the eights is going to be your eight great habits for business success, which can be transferable to any industry. It doesn't even have to be sales. It could be real estate. It could be cosmetology. It could be uh, content creating. It could be management, anything. All three of these really are transferable to every single industry. And that's the great thing about sales, because a lot of the things that you learn about sales and are going to learn about sales are transferable. That's the reason why I'm able to bounce around in so many different industries. Like I never thought I was going to be in real estate uh, three, four five years ago. And when I was introduced to sales, I was doing sales in a totally different industry. And now 
I'm in real estate. And a lot of the things that I've learned back then is transferable to what I'm doing now, which is what I love. Uh, even with the podcast, everything is transferable when it comes to being intentional about sales. Number two. Also, I want you guys to go back and tap into episode 156. And the reason why I say start with 150, because it comes before 156, but it also is going to give you the warm up to what we're going to be talking about 156, which is building a buyer's list for future products. Right. And I don't necessarily want you guys to focus specifically on the action of creating a buyer's list, but more so on the why behind the what of what I'm sharing with you guys, because it's a lot of intentionality behind asking prop, asking questions to learn about your audience, um, asking questions to learn about your audience uh, problems so that you can bring solutions to those problems, asking questions to bring awareness to the product that may be coming out or the service that you're thinking about dropping. All that is going to be in that episode. So if you are even in the beginning stages of brainstorming what your business is going to look like, whether it's a product or a service based business, that episode is going to be great for you to learn how to pinpoint the audience you currently have to use them and to leverage what they want to maybe even go into the right business. Because sometimes a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we delay our success by starting businesses that we like that we want, that we think is a need. But then we have a thousand people that are already following us on social media that share a totally separate need. So it's up to you to reach out to these people, invite your audience to conversation so that you can learn about problems and solutions that you can bring and create a business around that. So that's number two. Number three is going to be read more sales books. Yes, I'm going to tell you to read. If you have a conversation with me and you asking about information, I'm going to always guaranteed give you one or two things that I'm going to tell you you got to do. Read some books, go to YouTube University. Those are the really two things like my study time and my personal development looks like those two things majority of the times and podcasts. But majority of the times reading YouTube podcasts, right? All three of those things. I can't even think of anything else outside of that. Okay, so. Here are two books that I recommend. The first one is going to be Perfect Selling. I believe that book is written by Linda Richardson. Yes, it's an amazing book on the basis of just understanding sales, understanding the psychology of selling, how people think, how people make decisions. Perfect Selling. Again, Perfect Selling Selling by Linda Richardson. And then number two is going to be Never Split the Difference by Steve uh, Chris Voss. And I recommended this book back when I was talking about real estate. And the funny thing about this book is it's not necessarily a sales book. Chris Voss is an FBI negotiator, a very great one, to, to say the least. But a lot of what he talks about, how he's in his success as an FBI negotiator, a hostage negotiator at that is transferable to, again, any industry. This man is literally negotiating life or death situations. So, I mean, if he can, if there's anybody to learn from, it's definitely going to be this guy. This guy negotiates people's lives, like saves people's lives through negotiation. So you can pick up a thing or two on how to negotiate a hundred dollar contract or, you know, a fifty dollar sale or a thirty five hundred dollar sale. Even these high ticket sales. Right. I use a lot of what I learned from Chris Voss in real estate. And these are hundreds of thousands of dollar transactions. So you guys can definitely use this for your for your business. Doesn't matter if it's little, small ticket, big ticket, 
you know, mid ticket, whatever. Pick up those two books, start reading and get into some YouTube university um, um, and, and start checking out some videos on sales. Be intentional is the point of when I say read more books, be intentional about learning sales. Number th- number four is going to be practice active listening. I feel like a broken record at this point. I probably mentioned the term active listening in we are on 168 episodes. I've probably mentioned active listening in 160. Right. Like I can't name an episode that I haven't talked a little bit about active listening and why it's important, because it's just essential. It's not even just it's not even about sales. It's just about being a human being and treating other human beings as human beings. There's a difference also between listening and active listening. Listening makes you competent to respond and to reply. Right. To where you can understand what this person is saying to where you can respond and reply back. Active listening is how you pick on what's not being said, but through what's being said and what's being nonvert, like um, what's communicated through body uh, uh, body language. Right. So it's picking up on the the verbal cues and the nonverbal cues to learn. Okay, this person is withholding information or this person is telling me this is a problem without saying it's a problem. Right. So. Know the difference between listening and active listening and put most of your focus on active listening. Right. I can't stress that enough. If you want a a episode on active listening, you can go to any episode that says anything about sales, anything about relationships, anything about acquiring clients, anything that is along those lines of selling more, making more money. Right. It's going to be talking about active listening. So go back to any one of those episodes. I would say you can go as far back as uh, specifically episode 150. I'll talk about it, uh, but you can even go back into some of the earlier episodes um, like episode 98. I think I talk about it a lot, too, or episode 96. Uh, but, yeah, go back, do your due diligence, do your research, do your Googles and be intentional about learning sales and practice, practice active listening. And then lastly, I have an exercise for you, which is going to stress the importance of having a conversation once a day with one person, doesn't matter who it is. This could be a complete stranger that you see in Walmart. Have a conversation with only using questions. That's going to be tough, right? And the reason being is it's going to make you actively listen. You're going to bite your tongue as far as not trying to listen to respond. Cause a lot of us listen to respond, especially you probably notice doing this the most with your partner um, is when you guys have a disagreement, you're not listening to actually listen. You're listening so that you can respond, which allows you to cut people off and all kinds of toxic, you know, communication cues, right? This is some gas because this is going to allow you to really, really listen and learn how to ask even greater questions. So get good listening skills and ask greater questions. So have a full conversation with someone by asking nothing but questions, right? Oh, that's interesting. How did you come apart that? Oh, and what did you learn from that experience? Okay. And what did you, what was your expectations versus what you're doing now versus when you thought you were going to get into it, right? These are questions that you can ask uh, and you're going to get better and better and better the more you do it. So that's why I say exercise with at least one person a day. Try to have a conversation with somebody only using questions. It's going to be a challenge. Are y'all up for the challenge? If you are up for the challenge, oh, this would be a great opportunity for me to engage with y'all. 
you know, if you're up for the challenge, you know, uh, record a nice little one minute video about how that experience went, what you learned from it and tag the MDM pod, the MDM underscore pod in that video. <clears throat> and you can do that on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. We on all three platforms. Go ahead and make you a nice little one minute video. Tag us in what you learned, how the conversation went, uh, if it went successful, you know, and don't be embarrassed if it didn't go successful either, especially not your first time. Like I say, like, look for like, welcome the awkwardness. It's going to be awkward at first. Welcome the awkwardness. And if people are like, yo, what's up with all the questions? Just tell them straight up. Hey, I'm practicing active listening more. So, you know, I was listening to this podcast and this guy, Kai Speak, said that to try having a conversation with someone only having questions. And the next thing you know, that breaks the ice where you guys start talking about something totally different outside of the me. Like you're not even talking about the me on my podcast. You guys are talking about who knows, whatever, a new business venture, a new sales opportunity, right? This person could be your next client. Who knows? But the reason why I love this exercise is because not only does it make you a better listener, but it just puts you in front of more people uh naturally so that you can just get yourself more exposure too because that's a big thing for entrepreneurs but there goes my short list of five things that you can do right now to take action into learning sales being more intentional about sales so that you can be a more successful entrepreneur because only a fool would think that a treadmill is better than a bike right and i've said this before a treadmill is not better than a bike when the goal is to get to a certain destination. And we, we we don't really analyze the fact that what is the best vehicle that's going to get me here? We don't ask ourselves as entrepreneurs, as aspiring and future entrepreneurs. OK, I have this mission. I have this this goal. What is going to be the best vi- uh, vehicle to get me there? And us having the mindset that sales is not going to get us to where we are is us hopping on a treadmill saying we want to go to point B when essentially sales is you hopping in the car and driving to point B or you hopping on a plane and flying to point B, right? Sales, no matter the distance is going to be the best vehicle in this, this game of entrepreneurship to get you more sales, more clients, more money, and more passive income, more income in general, right? Whether it's passive or active, sales is going to be how you'll attain that, right? So be intentional about sales, guys. And um, before I let you guys go, uh, we like to think, because I, I mentioned this in the beginning, we like to think that sales is this cheesy, sleazy wordplay and phrases that pressure people into buying our products and buying our services. And I found that success I found success, I should say. I found my own success, my own lane, my own path to success in creating win-win situations for my clients. And very rarely, if I can't, if I can't create a win-win situation, then it's, it's not the sale for me. It's not the client that I need to be focusing on. I like to focus on win-win situations because those win-win situations are going to be a lot lighter on me in the long haul as far as management, as far as you know, taking care of my client if they're a long term client. Right. If you have recurrent clients, um, win win situations in the beginning is how you avoid getting 24 seven nonstop customer service calls saying, hey, this isn't working. That's not working. You messed this up. You messed that up. Right. If I create win win situations, 
I'm naturally getting word of mouth referrals. I'm getting um, reviews on Google. I'm getting reviews on my websites. I'm getting just a ton of love when you create situations that people feel good about. But when you create situations that people feel like they, you got over on them or, and they had that buyer's remorse, they're going to take those same Twitter fingers and they're going to apply it towards shaming you. Like this person did this, this and that. When we go on these reviews like Yelp and uh, wherever you see reviews, even Google, right? Better Business Bureau. You, you, Those good reviews come from you creating win-win situations. And those bad reviews come from you really not listening to what they needed. You just threw some package together for them and you just shunned them off and said, hey, I got your sale. Good. Good riddance. But it, the point I'm trying to make is people don't go spend time writing reviews for so-so mediocre service or, or quality product. Right. If it's if it's served its purpose, but it's not a great product, they're not writing a, uh, a review about it. But the point is. For you to be emotionally moved enough to write a review, whether good or bad, is because you had an amazing experience or you had a horrible experience. So I like to focus on creating amazing experiences. And I do so by under promising, but over delivering. Right. I under promise and I over deliver. And again, going back to these win win situations, you can really only find this out. Um, you can really only do that by finding out what people truly want and what problems people truly have. And it goes again to active listening. If a client doesn't have any questions for me, I could, I could almost guarantee I can sell that person by only asking them questions, right? If they don't have any objections and they just go on with the flow. I probably don't even have to go through a whole presentation. I can, I can, Sell that client but just only having questions, only asking questions, right? Understand that you are selling yourself every day. So for the people in the back, that'd be like, oh, sales not for me. You know, it's not, that's not the type of person I am. I'm not that type of guy. I'm not, I don't really want to be that person. I don't really want to be bugging people. Bro, sis, you sell yourself every single day. You sell yourself when you're trying to get that job. You sell yourself when you're trying to get that loan. Right. That just the, the actual practice of you trying to build your credit so that you can get funding is you selling yourself. You're selling yourself in a different way. You may not have to talk, talk to anybody, but you're selling yourself. We are selling ourselves every single day because, again, this game of life is really a game of sales. You're selling yourself on making new friends. You're selling yourself on being the, the, the professor's favorite. You're selling yourself on, you know, being elected uh, valedic valedictorian. You're selling yourself on being class president. Right. If you like me, you're selling yourself when you tried to when you applied and ran for Mr. Cheney. Or, you know, whatever HBCU you go to, whatever university you go to, if they have a Mr. and Miss, you know, type of deal. That's all sales. It's all sales. It is all sales and it is all right to admit that you are not strong in sales. But here we are trying to be better, trying to build up that abundance and to just every day get better and better. Right. Because that's all we can do. If we just focus on being better than we were yesterday. Hey, that's a good day. Just focus on one thing to get better at. So as always, I'm super thankful to have you all a part of the show. 
I just gave y'all some gas. I just gave you some gas. And the question is now, where are you going to go with this full tank? You're going to go to the top, right? With your intentional sales skills, or you're going to keep coasting and flatlining with just trying to figure things out as you go. We got to be intentional, right? We got to be intentional. So we are halfway through the year coming up on halfway, the halfway year mark. Halfway year mark. I don't know if that sounds right, but I'm going to flow with it. Right. Coming up on a halfway year mark, which means that now a lot of us are resetting, you know, setting some new business goals or maybe doubling down on the goals that we set, you know, really trying to get the ball rolling and, and, and build that momentum. Either way, as you prepare your business for growth, for success, as we talked about today, you know, you now have to shift your focus, not not just on the sales aspect of it, like getting the revenue, but. The growth aspect of it as well, which is going to be leaning on your abilities to lead and leadership. Right. So you do not need to be doing all this stuff by yourself. And that's the good news is my book, as I mentioned, Lead from the Front, gives you the tips on giving constructive feedback and critique, growing and motivating your teams, creating a team and company culture and team identity. All the things that allows you to move more so in the background to focus on innovation, growth and success and training and development, all that good stuff while your business starts to run for you. To get your copy, you can text book B-O-O-K to 888-292-1501. That's book to 888-292-1501. And with that said, just remember to keep focus, build momentum and drive results so you can live abundantly. Peace. Thank you.